All right, another week of Fit for Life Radio. We are here with the crew, all all your hosts, me. What up, crew here. And we have a, a special guest this week for episode 12. 12s. Is that tw 12 days of Christmas, right? That's oh, a thing. We're there. It's mm -hmm. not December yet. Well, it will be okay. December when this episode the 12, drops. The 12 days of Fit for Life Radio. So we have Matt Knox here with you. you. You want to say hi, Matt? What's going on, everybody? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and Matt is a, a buddy of, of ours, Will and ours, now, now, now Ben's. Um, we met kind of at the same time. I met Will at a seminar and fitness workout thing. So, so Matt, you want to tell everyone a little bit about you and your, your current scenario? Yeah. Um, so I'm, next week I will be 37 years old, uh, married, wife, and kids. Uh, I am in the military, been in the military for 15 and a half years, four and a half to retirement, uh, currently stationed in Northern Virginia. That's about as far as we're going to go with that one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're sitting about 13 and a half years of actually lifting weights. Um, I've been active my whole life, but actual strength and conditioning has been, I'll say at an intermediate level. Cool. Yeah. I mean, and for most people, that's, I mean, I, I consider myself an intermediate level as far as like yeah. strength, you know, and, and I don't plan on really going any further just because, uh, probably because I'm lazy. So <laughs> <laughs> it's too much work to, to get to the, to, to the elite levels, you know? Yeah. And so. you know, <laughs> there, there's no real definition of elite or professional. I mean, none of us are obviously competitive bodybuilders or, you know, athletes or anything. So I guess if, if you're not getting paid to do a specific sporting event or whatever, can you really consider yourself a professional? Yeah, and then you have to then look at like what are your priorities? Like what are you giving up to to, to be like that and and uh, not really uh, what are you getting out of it? So right. Uh, so you, who wants to cut weight and do any of that crap anyways? I know, I know. I just recently did a DEXA body scan and. Um, it was interesting talking with, with the girls, you know, I was pretty lean. I was about 11, 11.7%. And, um, they were mentioning how, yeah, that's the, the really only leaner they see like true, like seven, 8% body fat is bodybuilders getting ready for shows. Um, and obviously all the sacrifice that comes with that. So I'm, I'm pretty happy being, being right there at like 11, 10 ish and, and, uh, being able to have donuts and ice cream when I want. So, <laughs> So you, you kind of made a little little snark there about Northern Virginia, which I think I can understand. Have you been down to, to Southern Virginia, down where the where the gym is in Hampton Roads? Uh, I was down there, ooh, when was it? See, my sister got married in 2012 down in North Carolina. So on our way back from that, we, we stopped off at uh, Virginia Beach. And actually, I, I think, Gary, you and I had talked about this before. Um, I stopped off at uh, the gym you guys used to train at, Brute Strength Gym, mm -hmm. and uh, I trained there for an hour or so, and once we left there, I'm a, I'm a huge cupcake guy. I love cupcakes. I found a, found a place called Just Cupcakes down there, and by far the best cupcake place I've ever eaten at, so 
But that was the last time I was down there. Ben, do you have plans for the weekend now? Just cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> I really recommend the chocolate velvet. It was awesome. What? Wait a second. Chocolate velvet? Not it chocolate. red velvet? Nope. No red velvet. Just pure chocolate velvet. Chocolate, baby. Mm. Not chocolate. Chocolate velvet. Mm. I wonder what, what ingredient makes velvet? Sour cream. Oh, oh. Boom. Ooh, there's an answer. <laughs> Knowledge. You didn't even know. I kind of wanted that to just to be one of those things that I never knew. But Pull up Google. Well, <laughs> actually, that's how I had to do it. I Googled it because I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, because I lived in Delaware at the time that we went down there. And uh, I was like, I've got to have these again. How the hell do you make yeah. them? The and so, so I Googled it, and everybody's like, sour cream, man. Just use that. Oh, Google. But let me ask you this. So say it's a Saturday morning. You go and you pick up bagels. Can you say, hey, do you guys want some bagels and velvet? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that doesn't work, does it? A little bit. I don't think so. But. <laughs> it's bagels and cream cheese. So, so that means there's something else that makes it velvet. So it's cream cheese. No, it's sour cream, not cream cheese. Oh, cream yeah. cheese, sour it's two cream. Different foods, man. I mean, they're like the same. They're cousins, so. Because hey, it has yeah. the word cream in it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both. No ice, dairy. Is ice cream a cousin too? Yeah, it's in the family. I it's mean, dairy. Yeah, how did your it's dairy. Second and cousin. Ice cream yeah, might second well be cousin. the same food, right? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll just we'll leave that for everyone to ponder. Maybe someone <laughs> yeah. knows. The Maybe baby. someone I'm knows out there. Cook. Hit us up. Next podcast, Cooking for Life. We'll, we'll, um, Dude, I, I'm down to do a cooking show. Causing family divide. Cooking mm. for Life. What, ben, what would your contribution be to Cooking for Life radio? Cooking for, I don't know. Nothing Salt. in the uh, cream cheese or sour cream he category. Just, he would just pull out like an old crusty bowl of beef and rice <laughs> <laughs> and not reheat it. Uh, this, yeah, this, not covered, not reheated. Uh, it's just dry. Today we're going to reheat something. We're going to put no, it in but microwave and we're going to hit this button. We're going to reconstitute this beef and rice. <laughs> <laughs> reconstitute. But it was hey, if you. cold before. But Ben, didn't we get you? Didn't you get real excited talking about like a spice blend that you made before? Uh, Was that you? Like or maybe a spice blend that you bought? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know Fill what? You, you know, you know what though? Papri- I put paprika on my chicken these days. That's about as crazy. Just paprika? No, no, no. It's it's got the, the salt, uh, pepper, okay. garlic powder thing. I always right. do. Little let me paprika. ask you this: Do you know what pa- do you know what paprika is? Because I do. <laughs> Let me give you a, let me give you my professional opinion on what paprika is. Pepper? No. Salt? No. Velvet. <laughs> there you go. The velvet, the velvet part might be right. It's uh it's it's red bell peppers basically dried and ground it up. No, it's not. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet red, red bell pepper? Sweet red bell pepper. Do. Yeah. Google it. Matt probably knows. I I would have never guessed. <laughs> well, there we go. That's good. We've learned a lot. So, so Matt, so let's dig into um, your military background and fitness with that. You know, I, I know, you know, that's a lot of people, when they think of exercise and fitness, they immediately go to the military and running and the boots and all that. So what's been kind of your experience with having to, to be fit for your job and career and, and, and how, how have you managed that? So um, – I, I had no intentions of joining the military out of high school or anything. You know, I, I went straight into the workforce at first. But um, after the after the September 11th attacks, my, my younger brother was actually getting ready to graduate basic training with the Army. And uh, I was at work when that happened, and I actually got pretty pissed off when it did, you know, just like everybody. 
But I was like, you know, I'm not going to let my little brother have to fight a war by himself. So I was like, I'm going to join too. So I joined and uh, I was super, super skinny. And this was at 21 years old when I enlisted. Uh, I, I think the minimum I had to weigh to join the service was 119. And I weighed in at 121 at five foot nine. Damn. So there was not an ounce of muscle on my body it was literally skin and bone um so you know got got through that basic was tough but you know obviously being that skinny i'm a, i was a natural runner but uh you know after you get forced to do push-ups every it seemed like every other minute or 30 seconds that we were doing them for something you know you, you build a little stamina doing that but um i had actually tried out for a competition um e each uh service component has different competitions they'll put their people through and uh i had tried out and i think at that time i was about 130 so i gained a little bit of weight and my captain had told me he's like you're so small i'd never trust you carrying a rucksack so that that one that abs absolutely you know it's like that's a that's a man challenge and a blow to the ego so a couple months later i actually deployed for the first time and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to have nothing to do while I'm away, so obviously work is priority when you're over there. I was like, I'll get off of work, I'll go to the gym, I'll learn all the nutrition stuff. So, And I didn't know anything about how to program, where to find programs, because I wasn't reading magazines or anything like that. So I was at work one night, and one of the guys I was working with, he's like, oh, this is the way you split up a workout. And you know, it was your typical day one was chest and tries, day two is back buys, day three leg and shoulders. Yeah. And I was like, all right, what exercises do you do? He's like, just grab some weights and lift them, dude. So I didn't have any rep, sets of rep schemes, but kind of was figuring it out a little bit and you know, asking people around the gym. So in that six months that I was gone, I went from that 136 up to 155. And and I thought I was jacked at that point, <laughs> you know, and come home. The, the wife loved it when I came home. Mm. And um, so it, it stuck for there. And then I actually lost it all because uh, my dad had gotten cancer. And I was stationed in Germany at this time, I should say. This is around 2005. So my dad had gotten cancer. So, you know, we, we rushed home to visit him and everything while he was going through chemo. And uh, he went into remission. I PCS to Delaware, so this is at the end of '05. I am, had a baby in December, and then in February I was shipped over to Iraq. I was like, okay, you know, continue the fitness journey there. And in that time, I still still lifted, and uh, I kind of did this did the same thing. Went over there, no plan or anything. But I was like, this isn't this isn't going to work. I need to find something. So I Googled uh, how to gain mass or whatever. And, you know, a, a fitness book called How to Get Jacked came up. So I was like, sweet, let me buy that. And uh, it literally, you know, the beginner phase of it was, uh, I believe it was squats, bench press, and pull-ups. Three times a week, uh, five by five by five, and it was like just shove as much food in your pie hole as you humanly can. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I that's think how a lot of people get started though. Just yeah. the basics, like starting strength or whatever. Bill Stars, I think Bill Star had the five by five. Um, 
Like that's like pretty much the basics of any strength routine is like do these main lifts, eat whatever or what was it? Drink a gallon of milk a day. Yep. The go mad was the thing for a while. Um, <laughs> oh, and just yeah, build that up. So um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and um, that you know that program really set off my my love of fitness. So and. I've had some time in between where I haven't been able to due to injuries. Like I'm actually just coming back off a of hand surgery now. So getting back into it, but you know, that love and I, I got to thank Jay. I owe that dude my life for mm-hmm. finding that book of his and getting it, me into my love of fitness. Yeah, that was the first book I, I got as well. They got me into it when I was little, little suspended from college and <laughs> eight, 19 year old, uh, I'm still little, but even littler. Littler, scrawny, 19-year-old, depressed Gary. I found that found that book. So. Dude, my, my first one, I was pretty much had like the same search. I think I was like freshman in college, and I found Muscle Gaining Secrets. So I didn't. It was like I think after How to Get Jacked, but whatever. Um, and I'll disclaim this by saying I have since bought it. I illegally downloaded it because I didn't have any money. And so that was like the first program I ever followed was like illegal muscle gaining secrets, <laughs> uh, which worked like great. It was a great, you know, jump off program from coming out of like high school and just doing like the strength program and, you know, football. But um, yeah, but I have since bought it because I felt really terrible that I stole it from the Internet. <laughs> and so like I had to go back and pay for it at some point. Like that was my goal because I just felt terrible. But I was like, ah, you know, I want to work out. So I'll, uh, I'll pay this back later. Was that pre-Napster or post-Napster? I mean... Because at that post, point... That was post-Napster. Post-Napster, so. I don't think any, anyone felt bad for stealing from the internet. <laughs> no, but it was like, no, it was just like, yeah, this guy's selling this program and I took it. No, yeah. I just yeah. felt terrible. Like, especially I, if I went to do this for a living, like, oh, it was the worst. <laughs> so, so, Matt, is that why you mentioned... Uh, so we kind of were using the analogy when we were talking before about how, you know, learning, learning to have a fit life is like learning guitar or something like that. So you mentioned you're learning guitar with your left hand and your right handed. Is that because of the kind of because of the hand surgery? Uh, No, actually. So so I I learned to play right handed uh, when I was in my teens because my dad had a right handed guitar and I'm a natural lefty. So that that was the way I just learned it. And finding left handed guitars isn't easier. They're more expensive. But uh, I gave myself a challenge after I had to have the surgery because I messed my thumb up really good and they had to cut into my wrist to put my tendon back in and everything. So I gave myself a challenge to um, build my hand strength back up. I was like, I'm going to learn left-handed. And I I didn't have any preconceived notions going into that. You know, I knew it was going to be a super challenge because I've learned one way for so many years. And, uh, you know, in fit- fitness is the same way. You could, you could do one program your, your whole life and be like, you know, you, you come to a stall and you have yeah. to go and relearn what you're doing. Or, you know, if you mess up your back or you get injured, you have to relearn what you were doing. So it, it's, you know, you have to learn the basics before you can run again. Yeah, and a common that, thing with that is a lot of people... Like, for example, they learn the only way to, to train is 100%, you know, and then they end up injured or burn out or not seeing results. And you almost have to, like, teach people, like, another way and approach and how to balance. And and uh, I'm sure it's the same kind of with the guitar. Like, you, you mentioned the basics. And like we were talking off air, that's 90, 90% of the people with fitness 
think they're advanced and they want to do power cleans and carb cycle, but they can't do a push up and right. don't eat any any vegetables, you know. So, um, like teaching yourself, like where do you start? You don't start ripping like Jimi Hendrix, do you? I mean, you know, maybe <laughs> if you're if you're not telling the truth, <laughs> but but yeah, no, you you definitely can't. I mean, playing guitar is you know frustrating as hell, you know, because you can't for the first three months you're not going to be able to play a song, you know, you're you're just learning where the fingers go and making your right and left hand work together, and you know it's it's the same with fitness. If if you can't do a simple push up or a simple air squat, how are you gonna load, you know, 225 on your back? Or, you know, like you guys said, how are you gonna power clean and go to the CrossFit games and win it four times like Rich Froning? It's, it's impossible. So you mentioned, you know, you've been in the military, what, 15 years? Yep. So as, you know, and, and obviously in the beginning you started out like, yeah, you needed to gain muscle because so you could carry the pack. Um, but over the, over time, how have you maintained like your, your and, and, you, and you, you, you know, you're being modest and you say you're in intermediate fitness, but I think a, a kudos too. like most people cannot maintain intermediate fitness. You know, most people get there and then fall off and get back. And then and then next thing they know, they're 40 and they're like, hey, I remember when I used to, you know, fill in the blank. So right. for you, like being able to like maintain your fitness, like what, what's been the core things for you over your career and as you've evolved from, you know, being single to then, you know, having a family, but still maintaining everything, what, what's been like the key elements for you? Really, it, it comes down to discipline. Um, I think, you know, probably all of us talking here started the same way, small and had that Adonis complex where you gotta get huge. And then when, once you gain a certain amount of weight, or, or get to a certain strength, you're, you're like, okay, I can keep going with this or I need to get smarter somehow and see how I can continue to do this for the rest of my life without tearing every tendon in my body. So so it's a discipline. Like I, I absolutely love working out. There, there's not a doubt. Do I want to do it every day? No. I mean, <laughs> there's just days I'd rather come home and take a nap and eat potato chips. But um, if I don't go to the gym, I, I absolutely feel shitty about myself. And uh, but I know I want to keep doing that, especially now that I am approaching forty. So I, I am on a strength building plan right now, just because of, you know the injury. I want to get my strength back up a little bit. But I know that doing one rep maxes every week is is, is not healthy. You know, it, it's not sustainable for the rest of your life. So it's like, what am I going to be able to do to still be able to play with my kids, or you know, in fifteen years play with my grandkids? So you have to look forward. Yeah. How, how old are your kids now? Uh, I've got my oldest is 17. He's graduating high school this year. And my youngest is about to turn 12 next Tuesday. Mm, mm. Nice. How, how is that? Like, are they are they into sports or different hobbies? Like, um, did it rub my, off on them? A little bit. My, my oldest, you know, he loves sports. Uh, he did. He didn't play any this year because I think he was more focused on let's let's get high school done here. But you know, he loves football, and we, we live right next to uh, Northern Virginia Community College, so we got soccer fields right there. So he's always over there playing soccer. He did jujitsu. Um, the youngest, he played baseball, but he didn't like it. He found that kind of boring. And then 
he wanted to play soccer, but then we moved from Wyoming to Virginia. So he just hasn't picked any up yet. Mm. He claims to be an Eagles fan, though, and uh, I keep telling him that's not allowed in my house because I'm a Giants fan, or our whole family is. <laughs> well, well, if he's deciding this year, I think you're gonna. That's a losing battle because. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. The Giants aren't going to be picking up too many new fans right now. <laughs> the Until Eagles, last on the week, other hand. we were still mathematically in the playoffs if we could have won. Now you sound like a Redskins fan. Yeah. Everything goes according to plan. Nat, welcome to the next 15, 20 years. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. So, um, what, so do you, still being active in the military, you have to do like a fitness test. Is that every year, every, what, how do you, how do you prepare for that? Is that something that you're just pretty confident in that you knock out? But obviously a lot of people probably don't do anything and then they just get frantic and, and try to pass the test for the day or, or how. Yeah. What's that like? So uh, it depends on what you score on your test. So there's there's four components. There's the push-ups, there's the sit-ups, there's the run, and uh, they measure your abdominal circumference, which to them your abdominal circumference is above your belly button instead of down at your waistline. Um, <laughs> That's convenient. It, oh, it's awesome. So you get a lot of people trying to learn how to bodybuild or pose, suck it in, so, <laughs> so their waist is smaller because you have to be under a certain uh, – certain size or they automatically fail the test. But for me, I, I'm confident I'm gonna go in there every year and, and pass it. I, you know, I have the goal of what I have to do the push-ups and sit-ups in. I can, it's, a, it's a minute test and I'll get to 60 push-ups, 60 sit-ups and I'll, I'll just stand up and stop. And that's, you know, a lot of people are like that. And, but I know I have to work on the run because I'm a little bit older and I don't run you know, miles and miles anymore like I did in high school. So I, ju I just make sure that throughout the year, not just for the five weeks or so before the test, that I, that I do a little bit more distance run, like the, the area around my house is a quarter mile, so I might do a quarter mile to warm up before I work out and a half a mile at the very end, or, you know, I'll push the prowler for the 10 or 15 minutes I think it's going to take me to run the test. Yeah, and that's the benefit of actually staying with a good waist circumference and leaner is running is a lot easier, and then really it's just a matter of doing a couple of weeks of conditioning to, to kind of get where you need to be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there's no need to carry, you know, I, I do carry, I'm not in perfect shape, of course, but there's no need to gorge myself throughout the year and then be like, oh, shit, I've only got five weeks left to, to drop 15 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, a lot easier like, to do the that flip. That happens though. Oh, like, it all the time. I, I watch people do the test. I'm like, you know, how did you not prepare for this? You, you know the date it's coming up a year <laughs> out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we we get that too. Like people will, you know, come by the gym or whatever. Like, hey, I have this PT test in four weeks. <laughs> I need yeah. you to make me a machine. Or it's like next week. <laughs> hey, what, what can we do? <laughs> I can't help you with that, friend. Maybe you, next year's PT test. Do you guys get a lot of guys from the Navy station down there coming to you? Um, we yeah. get all, all kinds. I mean, Air Force. I mean, we're kind of central to where Air Force, Army, and Navy are all pretty close to us. Um, so, yeah, we get we get a, a mixed batch of, I think, all of them, really. Nice. We've, de we've definitely had our fair share of people who have come in, just like you said. And, like, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got this in three weeks. And, I, you know, what, what, 
what can I do? And then they'll come in, they try to do their best for the three weeks. We give them realistic expectations, but, um, and then, you know, then they're done. Then they, then they stop the gym. I'm sure they stop any type of physical, anything. Well, because you got to reward yourself for running a mile and a half, right? That, that, I mean, that constitutes two liters of soda right there. Yeah, well, right I mean, there. nine months of, of continuous soda usage yeah. because you've done really good for your PT yep. tests. Yeah. Two liters of soda would be punishment. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be hard, man. Unless it's, uh, what, what were we saying? Soda, soda um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. The specialty? Velvet. Oh, the, cre- the, cre- the soda velvet, is that? <laughs> soda velvet? Well, soda well velvet. We're, we're, we're it, all, it sounds better now. No, but now Vel- we're talking about mixing, velvet soda? mixing soda and sour cream. Oh. That's where you're at. <laughs> it's just the word velvet that just, I think that's what it is. It's a good word. It's got to be. Yeah. It is. Like it's a velvety word. But, uh, but yeah, we, remember we had uh, Ike who was getting ready for the FBI. And that yeah, now. On the flip side, it's really fun when someone's already in, is in great shape and then they want to like, they're trying to get to a, a very elite level, you know? Uh, we've had yeah. a couple people like that and that's just a, a different dude, ball he, game. He yeah. crushed it too. That he, dude. Uh, yeah. 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 So with, with that, they had to do like a th- 200 meter sprint, a mile and a half run, push ups, sit ups, and chin ups. Yeah, all those numbers are pretty high though. I think it was like twenty-two chin-ups or something like that. Wow. Was, yeah. Was his goal? Yeah, it was. It was pretty, pretty outstanding standards. Um, yeah, but he, he he rocked them all. We miss him very much. Man, I feel bad just talking to Matt, like because, like with the nine eleven thing, and and he. <laughs> Like the, the the decision you just decided to make, like a lot of people. I mean, that's that's crazy, man. Like, we, everyone says in their head that they, they would love to do that, or obviously felt those same emotions. But then to take action like that, that's I'm I'm sure you've heard it a ton. Like that's mad a lot of props, man. I I appreciate that very much. And you know, we in being where we uh you know in Hampton Roads, where I'm from, and like it's just a, a huge military area, oh, which is uh which is interesting now that i'm not in a military area you, you notice the difference you know like it's just what you know there i mean there's so much military and it's just a different feel it, like, right you know people are aware of it i guess is is probably what i'm trying to say whereas then when you're not in a military area it's like people don't even really realize that yeah, they don't know. They don't that we have a military and what, what it has to do <laughs> and like all, all the work and jobs no that are involved over, yeah which i actually kind of like it's kind of comforting you just you know, doing a little flyby. So, uh, so yeah. So, so what would you say, Matt, is your, um, I know you're coming at it different with the nutrition side of things, but, um, you know, I think, and you're a lean guy and you're naturally lean, but with that said, there's lots of people that are naturally lean in high school and end up overweight. So over the years, so what's your nutrition like? Do you kind of, are you pretty disciplined with that? Do you, how do you handle that? Um, yeah, I'd say for the most part, I'm pretty disciplined. Like I, I am a very regimented guy. I, you know, my day is planned out from the, from the minute I wake up until dinner's over with. So, uh, and growing up, I was a pretty picky eater. I could, I would have been an eritarian if I could have, I just didn't like to eat. And, uh, but now I, I I like to keep things super, super simple. You know, I'm, I'm going to have, you know, mainly 
car or not carbs, uh, protein and fats. Cause I know if I overindulge on carbs too much, you know, just, just cause I'm older and my metabolism slowed down that if I overindulge, I'm, I'm going to put on fat a little bit easier. I'm going to store the carbs easier. So, you know, like mornings real simple. I have a shake with spinach and fruit in it. Lunch is lean protein, you know, avocado and vegetables and dinner or right after I work out, that's the first time I'll pick up a carb in a day. Yeah. And I think what happens is that's kind of the, the idea we, we recommend to people because you have to have protein and fat, you know, it's essential nutrients. You need a certain. And then carbs becomes, it's not that carbs are bad. It's just that that's then how you, like if you eat more carbs, you're eating more calories, you know, and then that, yeah, yeah if you, so the carbs are a good way like to adjust up or down based on one, you know, the result someone's looking for, how, how many calories they need. But I think what happens is then carbs get a bad rap because they, they almost seem like the guilty party, but, but really it's just a, it's your total calorie, you know? So, right. um, and, yeah. and you know, timing becomes, becomes important too. You know, when, when the Atkins diet came out and they said, you got to go low carb, you got to go low carb. And, you know, then paleo comes out and it's like, you know, you shouldn't, you have to go low carb and higher fat or, and, you know, zone with the 40, 30, 30, you know, um, you just, you really have to find out what works for you. But the timing of carbs becomes super important. The older you get and trying to you know, maintain strength and muscle, you know, they're not a bad thing at all. Fat is not a bad thing. You need all three of them. Yep. It's, it's like anything else, like moderation, you know, like fat, like what happened with now in the paleo scene and a lot of people started eating unlimited fat and then gaining weight because right. again, it comes down to total calories. So if you're having, you know, bacon, bacon for breakfast with butter in your coffee, it's like, that's an extra four or 500 calories on top of what you already eat. It's going to be an issue. So yeah, like you said, really it's, monitoring your portions being conscious of it and then and then finding that amount of food that works for you you know yeah and you know of course going back to our not being a professional athlete thing i am also not a, against going out and having pizza and barbecue and stuff that that's gonna happen i have kids i love to barbecue you know i brew my own beer so of course i'm gonna have all that stuff yep it's mm. yeah. very nice do you uh kind of treat that as like i mean obviously like that's a hobby and then barbecuing like it's a special event you know so you're doing it on the weekend with cookouts with people does it bleed into like your weekdays how do you kind of manage that um just because of me being so regimented and when my wife gets home from work and everything you know it's simple that that stuff stays to the weekend because she gets home six o'clock at night boys are doing their homework you know i got to do the cooking so sure we might barbecue during the week but it, it you know it's not going to be like burgers and hot dogs and stuff all the time you know i i take my time you know i'll cook the chicken or you know if we're going to have brisket or something like that but uh mm. mainly for stuff like that it's on the weekend and and if i do beer i, I know my limits you know from from years of partying a little too much um, you know, I know that I can never go above four beers because that's when I'm going to start getting, you know, drunker because I ha I'm such a lightweight now. Damn, that's when you start beers. making bad decisions. That's like yeah. two beers for me. <laughs> two beers for me and then bad stuff happens. <laughs> I'm like, now you say you're a lightweight. Now I feel like a little boy. <laughs> four beers. I know that's like, uh, yeah, four beers. I'll be passed out on the couch. <laughs>
Just or wandering away. the streets. Wandering the streets. Right, wandering yeah, the that's... streets is more like it, but. That's Ben's Ben's yeah, MO. Yeah, that's that's like it's time to move now. Let's yeah, go. That's, I get I get into the movie. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it would be simpler if I switched it over to like you know having a whiskey or something because I'd probably have one of those and be dead. Yep, mm. that's all it takes, man. That's, mm. And I say that I drink whiskey like a couple times a year, even though I love it. Like just one glass, and you can just sip on it because. Like, unless you're an alcoholic, you're not going to be, like, downing your whiskey super fast. <laughs> right. Like, it's just not going to happen. It just, it, it hits you a little too hard, which is good, though. Makes you take your time. That's how Don't you I hate when you're watching movies and yeah. they, like, they drink the whiskey, like, and you, you, they just gulp it and make no facial expression, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, there's that's, no way. <laughs> that's impossible. You know, no that, that's sweet tea yeah, exactly. Sweet, sweet tea in the glass. But, you know, what? Conor McGregor was doing that after his fight with Floyd Mayweather, walked up to the to the uh, press conference drinking his, his, pushing his whiskey. And I'm like, dude, how the hell are you doing that? You gotta still be tired, you know? You could barely raise your arms in the 10th round. I think when you just make $60 million, like you get a surge of, yeah. of uh, that adrenaline hits <laughs> of you. adrenaline that lets you do <laughs> whatever you want. Face, but. Yeah, well, he's Irish though, so like, oh, he's, yeah, yeah, that is yeah. true. He's genetically on a different level <laughs> than most those, of us those are. Those mother's milk too. Yeah. yeah. I was reading this thing, you know, Kirk Cousins, the quarterback for the Redskins, he's uh, super Brady-like in his uh, detail that he, he kind of tracks everything. So he tracks his sleep, and he has this, like, neuro coach, you know. And ironically, well, not ironically, this is what you'd expect. The, the, over the past couple years, the two nights he had the most REM sleep and, like, peak testosterone were, was the night after each day he signed his, his contract. You know where yeah. he where he got the twenty five million dollar uh, yeah you know one year deal well after yeah that that would make me sleep good too hmm. so so there you go if you're struggling with your sleep just <laughs> just get a couple million dollars every day and you'll sleep really Jeez. good yeah that's yeah it's easy way to keep do it, it simple right? really yeah <laughs> just don't tell us where you get the couple million <laughs> yeah that's yeah. the problem so. You could probably get it by selling uh selling cupcakes apparently. Absolutely. Yeah. Once Ben goes through this weekend, they'll probably be sleeping well. <laughs> I tried that place in DC up here too. They have uh, I I can't remember the name of it. DC Cupcakes that they had that show on uh, TLC, kind of like uh, Cake Boss or whatever. Mm -hmm. I went and tried. And man, there was that was like a forty minute wait to get into that place. Uh, was it like did it live up to the hype? Yeah, it was definitely where they had a. Of course, it's chocolate again. It a chocolate ganache topping on their cupcake, and it was just awesome. I love a good ganache. Mm. The old cupcake wars. You ever watch uh, those shows? Yeah, nah. they're okay. I like cooking shows, but I can't watch those because it makes me want to eat them. I saw, I saw this ahead, meme. <laughs> I saw this meme. It was like how every single one of those cooking shows goes where they'll say, hey, why did you decide to use that sauce? And be like, well... My mother died of cancer real young, and my father abandoned us. <laughs> it's always that a stop story. story. Other than like, ah, oh, you know, I think it would taste good. Salt's good. Oh. Oh, you could have used a little more salt, but uh, <laughs> right, on. And it's usually the cockiest one that comes up with the excuses and gets eliminated. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think I think between the the push-ups and the cupcakes, we got a lot covered here. A lot for people to uh, to benefit from. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Ben? 
Hmm. Well, you know, I, I think uh, I think that's good. You know, and while you are all deterring me from my my plan this weekend by saying maybe cupcakes, man, maybe cupcakes, I will I will tell you. What's your plan, man? Well, l- listen to this. All right, I got this is last weekend. And it worked like a charm. So you got all this extra lean protein lying around, you know, from Thanksgiving and stuff, and <laughs> maybe maybe chicken's getting super dry. My recommendation: run to the gas station, get a small bag of like Chex Mix, Gardettos, Doritos work good too. Take a a nice whopping bite of that chicken, little like the smallest Dorito, right? And you you'd be surprised at how much you can get down with that lean protein by putting a little bit <laughs> instead of your seasoning. Some Dorito, you, know, you got, just crust the Doritos up no, and crust I, your chicken. With too it. much, too much. It's got to be a bite. It's got to be the tiniest little bite. What about and mustard or barbecue sauce? Uh, <laughs> Seems like the easier you've never thing. Done okay. that before. What if? What if you could find the Doritos cheesy seasoning? Would you put that on your chicken? Right, and that give it a sprinkle. That's fine, but it's actually measurable. The Dorito, the, the amount of Doritos I have, probably like maybe 10, 12 chips. I get a pound of chicken down. Yeah, mm. it's just weird because yeah. it's like dried chip, dried chicken. You don't think that would oh, help? It's delicious. Like it is unbelievable. <laughs> but if you do you, that, you, a you lot of people like you're are gonna hard. But you only had like a hundred something calories of Doritos. But a lot of people um, are going to look at that bag of Doritos and say, screw the chicken. I'm just going to eat this now. And, and, that, yeah. and that, that's, my, that's where my responsibility lets off. That's up to you guys. You can throw away. You can eat them. You can ruin your day. But for me personally, like, I mean, it worked out really well. Just that, just that dry, like, I can't eat the rest of it. Okay, I got a plan. And then it worked. worked really well. So I was thinking about doing it again this weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Just get a. You don't have to get. You don't get. You don't have to get a huge bag. You don't get those like the ninety nine cent ones where it's like. I mean, you can't go overboard with that. Well, it's seventy five percent air, so you're. Like, <laughs> that that is true. Toys. That's all you need. Yeah. You only need a couple. You're like like portion that out and then hit your pound of chicken and you're a, yeah you're gain city without like. You say that like everyone eats a pound of chicken for dinner. <laughs> okay. In, in one sitting. Yeah. Did you? You didn't go cooler ranch. We've already had this discussion. Oh, I, I did go. Oh, you went Cooler Ranch? Yeah. Uh, Come on, man. Gardettos are better, though. I, don't I will know what that I is. will say. What's a Gardetto? Cool Ranch. You don't know what a Gardetto is? No. Oh, son. What is it? it? Well, I mean, actually, okay, Gardetto itself is the, I guess, is the brand. But, like, Gardettos, you got, like, those little, you got pretzels, you got those little, like, chips, uh, the, the almost like charred chips. You have these little bread. Things that you would get at like a someone like hardened breadstick. Uh, must be a Michigan thing. No way, really. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it sounds like a Michigan thing. Well, it gives us some weird shit. You, up there. Hey, you know what? You have it at your gas station. So go grab some Gardettos, put it on your chicken, and thank good. me later. It just doesn't sound mm. good to me. Will does <laughs> Will does Ben have cooler ranch breath right now? No, oh, not right now. Nah, no, not right now. I'd tell you if he did. Some, I would ask him to leave. It's the middle of the day. Finally leave my house. That hot cooler ranch breath, just like a dragon. Mm. All right. Well, I think we'll, we'll leave you guys with that. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got got you any tunes, little, Ben? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, all taken care of today. We're gonna go with um, the Motion City soundtrack. If you haven't heard of them, um, yeah, we're gonna go really, really old. Ooh, I want to play that one, but that one's not really podcast friendly so I'm just gonna mm. uh, do a future freaks me out mm. Mm. Uh, this is okay, yeah. yeah this one is is very good motion city soundtrack all the way through it's another it's another band that just like you know what this guy's going through mm-hmm. you know what you know what's going on in his mind he's, he's on fire he is on fire right now <laughs> but uh 
Motion City soundtrack, Future Freaks Me Out. It's a good one. Mm. Mm. Yes. Definitely recommend that one. Nothing special with Sailor than it's I've seen those guys in concert a million Still times. Listen to it. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. What's your what's your scene, Matt? Are, are you into the little little bit harder than Motion City soundtrack? What's Yeah, I, uh for the longest time it was if I wasn't listening to like Slayer or Pantera, I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> but uh it, times evolved when I have to, you know, incorporate the kids, of course. Can't can't have that on all the time. Yeah, you have to evolve your uh, your taste there a little bit. Yeah, so I save that stuff for the gym, and you know, being a guitar player, I love guitar music. So you know, e- even listening to Brad Paisley, I love that dude. Just saw him in concert about two months nice. ago. Oh, awesome. dude, he's he's awesome in concert. He can shred on the guitar too. Yeah, for a country guy. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll uh, go ahead and say bye to Matt and the crew, Ben and Will. I don't know if Ben's getting started on his Dorito chicken. Or, uh, <laughs> Man, dude, you, you, you know what you have to do? You need to, you need to, like, crunch up Doritos and then, like, ro- roll your chicken and egg and then roll it in the Dorito mix. And then you'll have, like, Dorito-crusted chicken breast. I'm telling you, that... That's the stuff that, that wins championships. You gotta, y'all got to do this for, for years and years and years, right? And if you can't come up with some creativity like that... Like, like, it's just so sad. I just picture you taking a bite of chicken breast and then a bite of Dorito. Like, <laughs> Why is that sad? It was a, I, mean, it, I felt so good. Like, I felt I figured it out, and everybody else is now like, lacking, right? Like, that's how it felt. But, man, nah, son. <laughs> you know, that's just another one of those parallels that i got to figure out. Nah. Oh, and so I, I didn't say this earlier, of course, it's down the podcast, but just mad respect about trying to do something left-handed. Like, I saw something about that, and I mean, just from the motor control center in your brain, like doing stuff with the opposite hand is so beneficial. I've been working on cracking eggs with the left hand and struggling hard. So I can't imagine like trying to do guitar, like trying to actually learn guitar with the other hand. Cracking eggs, that's, I mean, that's a good place to start. And it is rough. What could I do? Brush your teeth. Maybe I'll, ooh. Brush your teeth, great one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a great one. That's a good way to cut your gums. See, I I like the little bit of risk though, like with the cracking the eggs, because you can't, you can't mess around. Like, you're gonna waste an egg. Are you a one hand cracker? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I knew you had skills. Dude, I've been trying to do both at the same time too. It's getting messy, but. Like a magician. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh, step my my egg game up. Just try it out, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's all take a, a page out of Matt's book here and expand ourselves. Like <laughs> I'm gonna waste Me. a lot of eggs now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, you that's know part what? of it, right? You gotta practice. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta build your foundation. Break a few eggs to make an omelet. Yeah. Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a? I was unsure. I was so unsure. <laughs> that that's a thing. That phrase is a thing. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. So, it's something like that. It's something it's so like tacky. that. Oh god. Uh, all right. We should definitely you, end it with that. Thanks should. for listening. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Matt. We appreciate having you on. Hey, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thanks yeah. for all your, your nuggets, your pearls. Yeah, man. Mm. Hey, I'll mm. have to come down and check out the gym sometime. It's not too yeah, far away. Anytime. Always mm. welcome. Wait, till, wait until December the 18th. Because we'll be in our new gym. We'll be in our new space. Oh, yeah. I was seeing that. I've been following that on Instagram. Congrats on that, man. Thank you. Going, going from the 24-hour gym to Coastal Now to, to this. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Coming along. All right, guys. We'll uh, 
peace out to everyone, all our listeners, and we will holla back at you next week. Yep, later.